Hey, this is Mary H.K. Choi, and you're listening to Hey Cool Life, a micropod about mental health and creativity. This is episode 116. It is April 18th. Um, yeah, I am just waking up with a real bee in my bonnet. Um, I'm just teeming with a lot of good ideas today, and what that looks like is <laughs> it's mostly addiction and, um, eating disorder based like I there's something sort of dissociative naturally about being in the same sort of room all day as sheltering in place sort of requires you to be and so I don't really have a sense of like where my body is in any room and that fills me with terror as someone who is still you know dealing with an eating disorder that just dictates that being smaller will improve my life and you know I know better than to ruin my entire weekend by jumping on a scale Um, and I say ruin regardless of the outcome because you know if I've gained weight then I'm a horrible um, piece of shit and then the negative self-talk just sort of like hijacks my entire um, life and then if I lose weight it's also the worst because it like losing weight you know any number is not enough like if I've lost weight then I need to lose more and then that becomes the sort of mental ambush and obsession um yeah I mean that's how my brain is different from someone who does not have a disordered relationship with um food weight exercise and just body image and that's okay I mean that's just where I'm at and you know, recovery is not linear. There are certain days where I get really angry because, you know, addiction and disease is super loud. And on other days, it's like so peaceful. And I can just stay in gratitude about having a body that actually functions no matter how much abuse I've piled on it um, over the years. But today is one of the day, one of the days where like I you know, it's really urgent. Like I don't have time for anything and I have to rush into my closet and pull out all of the pants that historically have tormented me because either they're like very high-waisted binding or like that, (laughs) that really fun game where the pants fit you when you're standing, but don't when you're sitting, but then also are very expensive. So you can never throw them out, um, or donate them or sell them. And, you know, like today, I just really want to try all those guys on and I'm not going to. But so this is just a check in about how even when there's so much going on, like my my family um, is dealing with a lot right now. I haven't really decided if I'm going to talk about it, but if I do, you'll know because <laughs> I will be then talking about it. Um, but yeah, and obviously like New York is pretty grim as far as the pandemic. Uh, America as a late stage capitalistic model of shrug emoji is also kind of grim at times. Um, But, you know, my priority as someone who wants to wrest control out of like the uncontrollable at every turn is to try on pants so I know what my body is doing. And it's just not gentle and so I just want to sort of um check in around that and just like 
say that in case there are similar sort of fantastic ideas um, teasing at the corners of your mind um, and subconscious because you know I, I like to just like acknowledge that urgency and investigate around it like in my life again as an addict anytime something is urgent where it's like oh it's gonna run out it's like a scarcity mentality or it's like a million dollar scheme or it's the one quick fix thing that will make you feel a certain way or alter your mood in a certain day like anytime something's urgent I know it doesn't serve me and or like not even just serve me but like anytime anything's urgent even like an email you know literally an email on a Saturday morning in the middle of a pandemic it's like why would you do that to someone else like why are you just like lobbing garbage urgency shrapnel at someone because you're feeling unsafe for one reason or another or uncomfortable um so yeah like for today I'm not going to try on those pants and I really want to like part of the deal and even um recording this mini pod it's like if you do the mini pod you're allowed to try on the pants but I'm not going to (laughs) but I am just like laughing at myself because again like I'm not usually I'm not always the first one to know what my plans are which is just the funny situation of my body having its own intuition but my brain constantly hijacking it with genius schemes um but yeah if you're dissociative today I get it and if there are little it's such a brat move but like I shared about petulance last time and the brat is like alive and strong but like the brat is like oh like waiting is uncomfortable not knowing how long the shelter in place order is going to persist for is uncomfortable not seeing my family is uncomfortable like quick like drop a smoke bomb and just get high off of how violently you can alter your mood and sometimes that what that looks like is just ruining my own day to feel like i had some control over it and that's like such vestigial stuff from the fact that like for you know 30 some odd years anytime I felt an urge I just followed it and so that meant I was just by the end of it so high like just high high or drunk or like stoned on someone's attention or like professional accolades or workaholism or like shopping unreasonably or the reverse of it of being like anorexic with money which is just like being so so stingy with myself and everyone else um to feel a rush of control over that too yeah so you know it's just I just want to create some honesty and transparency and keep offering the time and just the room to acknowledge whatever it is that's coming up for you in this time because it's just like such a perfect storm for some of those like little impulses to get loud enough that it drives your body into action and then you spend the whole day or the next two days unraveling that and undoing that um 
And what's sad about that ultimately, and I have a lot of experience around this, is that the act of like acting out and then having to self-soothe or self-harm to make that go away, like it really isolates you from other people and like really getting not only help but just a little bit of like human interaction that ends up being quite like for me being a bomb and a salve for all these other feelings and it's you know and I say that as someone who hates people and loves isolation and really gets high on feeling self-contained and self-reliant but like other people are just helpful and the deal is that you have to listen to them and they listen to you and that's just really good training for a life that's fuller and more abundant and just beyond anything small that you can control or feel like you control or that you can design um but yeah I also just want to talk about this thing that I do whether you do it or not I I don't know but if you do like it's allowed even though it feels shameful (laughs) but I also a lot of the time feel like I can't like I have so many of my own emotions that I'm trying to like bat down and sort of whack-a-mole and and put on a back burner that like other people's emotions can sometimes be too much information for me and for a long time I was just like why am I so selfish like am I on the spectrum like what is this that I I can't create a capacity for human empathy and part of it is just that I'm so cruel to myself that I just end up transposing some of those standards onto other people and that is something that I've been really grateful to be able to work through through recovery and just kind of generally being nicer to myself and like softer and gentler and more emo because then I'm like more softer and gentler and emo around you but right now because I'm in like a low-grade panic and depression because of everything that's going on and because I'm not having a lot of like output through work um, which is like a very cathartic experience for me usually lol sometimes um, what I'm finding is that like a lot of that empathy for myself and other people is kind of going away a little. And again, recovery isn't linear, but it makes me feel bad, like a bad person, um, when other people are telling me about their lives. And I swear to you, the first two feelings is, I'm tired, you're making me tired. This is burdensome, stop leaning on me. Or, I'm so fucking hungry, I can't listen to this. I'm so hungry, I might die. Like, why am I having to sit here and, like, listen to this? And I'm just saying that, like, admitting to those things and sort of not being like, oh, you selfish piece of shit, but being like, hey, like, this is not how you usually are. Like, let's change the channel in our minds and like really really stop fast forwarding to what you think this conversation is going to be and just hold space for this person don't give advice don't fix just hold space and acknowledge how challenging this situation is for the other person and usually that really turns it around it's like kind of like going to the gym for the first five minutes like you don't want to go and you put it off for four hours but you tell yourself you're going to go there for five minutes and if you 
if you just do it for five minutes, you kind of at least end up doing it for 20 or 30. And that's a whole lot better than nothing. And you come away with it with like feeling good about yourself with like good self-esteem and like patting yourself on the back. And it's gross sometimes that I have to, it feels gross anyway. And I'm learning not to call it gross, but it feels gross sometimes when I'm like, why can't you just be there for someone else? But it's like that thing with the gym. It's like when I just engage for 30 seconds and then engage for a minute and then engage for a second minute, like that panicky feeling of hunger and fatigue, that like fight or flight response, like, or like worrying that I won't have enough like empathy for myself or something like that kind of goes away and it's really nice. And so yeah fake it till you make it in terms of like having human emotion (laughs) you know sometimes works for me so and it always turns a corner like it sort of like pays dividends in like other ways through the day and it you know by the time it gets dark outside I don't feel like the day was totally wasted and those like little self-esteem points really just like feed and nourish in ways that like maybe aren't one-to-one and maybe aren't in ways that I can like always tell but there's like a tone or a tenor that improves and I think like gradually over time like it ends up you know just being really good for your like self-esteem and morale and mood so yeah like that's just what I wanted to share because I was like very very inspired to do harmful things and if you're similarly waking up similarly waking up in that mood i get it and it's just about like reluctantly and grudgingly pausing and trying to just like you know follow the line without actually taking the action and seeing how that's going to make you feel in the next hour 6 hours 12 hours 48 hours and like easing off of it if the, you know, if it's just, you know, if you're, if it's just not a good idea for you for where you're at because of how kind you have to be to yourself in this moment. Um, that's it. I'm going to try to commit to do these with a little more regularity because if I take time off, it scares me. <laughs> And then it gets into a whole thing of like what this needs to be, which I've shared about before. But anyway, I hope I hope you're all well. And I hope if you're not, that there are ways that you can invite gentleness and kindness and just so much compassion for yourself, no matter like what kind of thoughts come up. Okay, thanks.